Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, listeners. We are going to go move on to the next part of our show, which is what to do when you feel overwhelmed. This was a great topic um, when Julie and I were writing it because this really kind of was very cathartic, meaning that, you know, all of us feel overwhelmed from time to time. It might not be just complete overwhelm where you're going to feel like you're going to crash, but sometimes it's just on specific topics. And I know uh, this time of year, a lot of you are feeling overwhelmed because you're lacking a sense of direction in your business. You don't know what the next natural smart step is for you to be taking. And so this is where a lot of agents do allow themselves to be overwhelmed, and then they just grab at whatever basically pops up in front of them in terms of things they think will solve their lead generation problems, for example. And that's the reason a lot of you guys fall victim to a lot of the gimmicks that are out there in real estate, specifically buying leads and all the other things that we rally against on this podcast. So what I want you to do is learn, basically use the points that Julie and I are making from today's show and learn to take a breath and a step back. Um, and um, over time, you get a little bit more. I've not reached it yet, full confession. But over time, you do have the ability to sort of make it so that you have more of a control over your emotional state and not feeling overwhelmed. And we're going to go through the next few points today. And I'm really looking forward to actually point number five, which uh, Julie and I had a lot of fun with. But in the meantime, hey, Julie, welcome to today's show. Hey, yes, it's uh, always my pleasure. And, you know, I was just thinking about this show as I hung up with uh, a premier coaching client who just joined a few days ago, just hung up with her, a great gal in Santa Clarita, California. And she's a brand new agent and she's already feeling overwhelmed. Why? Because she's going to every class that her broker, she's a Keller Williams agent. She's going to all of the education stuff. She's read our books. She's listening. She's going to the classes. You know, she's doing all the education bit, but I thought to myself, you know, here she's already kind of been sucked into a lot of things that are great, but they're not lead generation. So, uh, you know, that basically brings us full circle back to the things that make you money and that she's got to be spending 80% of her day lead generating and 20% on the educational items, much as I love those, you know. I mean, I did write the most, you know, the book and lots of educational stuff for our premier coaching clients, but you have to do something with it. So she's feeling overwhelmed by the amount of education that's being thrown at her and meetings and all this kind of stuff versus the actual work that leads to commissions as a result of helping people. So it took about two weeks for her to feel overwhelmed. And I really feel for it, not just the newer agents, but I do understand that there's so much out there for you guys. All you have to do is open your email or, you know, people are texting you all the time, offers for this and offers for that, programs for this and CE credit for that. That's fine, but you must lead with your lead generation and that will get you back into control. So we're going to cover a lot of other points with this series, but I was just thinking of her and I was thinking to myself, well, you know, that didn't take long to get to overwhelmed. And I, you know, we got to reel them back in. It's our job. That's right. Back to you. So remember everyone, you guys can request your free coaching call and your real estate treasure map, which is your fill in the blank business plan. And all you've got to do is text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. Just text the word Harris 
H-A-R-R-I-S to 31996. And when you do, we're going to text you right back a link to download the Real Estate Treasure Map along with six other books. So do not wait to do that. And well, first step, by the way, and not feeling overwhelmed is feeling like you have a plan you can believe in. And that's the reason we created the Real Estate Treasure Map for you. Um, it's a comprehensive business plan. It's going to take you through the whole mental, emotional process of uh, putting your business plan together. Literally thousands of you have downloaded the Real Estate Treasure Map over the last like 24 months. Um, and that's fantastic. And here's the next challenge for all of you that have actually uh, downloaded it. Make sure you complete it. Print out all the pages and take it seriously. This is probably, the treasure map is probably the thing that you've been hoping that you would find that will finally give you a sense of direction. Otherwise, guys, you're just basically going to be like a ship in the middle of the ocean, uh, you know, with a, you know, essentially without a rudder, without a sail, and you're going to go whatever direction, essentially, the current takes you. And that's how most of you run your businesses, you know, and you've got to really decide what direction you're going to want to go in, and then you're going to have to take control of that direction. Because nobody else is going to do it for you. Well, a coach will, obviously. That's hopefully a good coach. You know, that's their job. But other than that, nobody's going to take you in that direction because everybody's going to have you go in the direction that serves them, right? You guys know this. This is common sense, right? If you don't have clearly defined goals and a mission for your life, you're essentially going to be basically be a subservient to somebody else's mission. That's the way life works. And then, you know, years go by, and the next thing you know, You've missed the best opportunities of your life to make something spectacular out of it. And look, we have a lot of people that are joining our coaching program that are of retirement age, let's say, because they're looking for a second, third, or fourth career, and that's fantastic. And those folks, when I talk to them, are probably the most motivational for me because it's so fantastic to know that when uh, someone decides that they're going to sort of reignite the animal spirits within and create something miraculous in their lives, it can happen at any age. So I want you to all remember that. No matter what age you are, what level of experience you have, it does not matter. There, as long as you're breathing air, as long as you're looking at the green side of the grass, there's still wonderful opportunities and things that you can be doing with your life. So, Julie, let's just jump into the next point. Yes, you got it. So we're talking about how to do something about feeling overwhelmed or lacking directions, and, and we did points one through four yesterday, so get caught up at realestatecoachingradio.com. Uh, number five, here's an interesting one and many of our listeners have varying degrees of this. It says, cut the booze, cut back or eliminate entirely. Some of you guys did sober October, or there's a sober January. You know, if you're waking up, or even worse, not waking up on time, sleeping in chronically, feeling exhausted all the time, you might just be hungover. So we need to take that into consideration. Now, we've been to even do real estate conventions and People do a lot of drinking there. Some of you are worse at it socially. Some of you might need to get some help on this. It's something to consider. So cut it out and see what happens. Cut back, see what happens. Um, it's related like media to that. Free. And you want to, yeah, it yeah, is like well, media I mean, free. It's, basically, it's like the media-free morning that we suggested the other day. And really going media-free completely, cutting out all forms of media and giving yourself 30 days and sort of you know, monitoring, being introspective about how you feel. It'll be shocking to you if you combine media-free, combined with also, and I know Julie's next point, but combined with going alcohol-free, if you do that for 30 days and just maybe keep a little journal of how you're feeling every single day, you're going to be shocked about the fact when you read back at your notes 30 days you know, in the future, you're going to be shocked how much you are struggling to break free of alcohol and from uh, the media. Media, actually, for many of you, is probably going to be more addictive than the alcohol. 
But moral yeah. of the story is, is when you clear those things out of your life and you now are essentially, again, you're building your own sail and you're reinstalling your rudder, you're all of a sudden going to start feeling that sense of control and direction again. And that feeling of overwhelmed is going to start to dissipate. As long as you keep these things, the healthy habits that we're suggesting for you, you're going to find that feeling of overwhelmed it almost completely is removed from your life. When it does enter into your life, here's what's going to happen. You're going to have the life experience to, and to look at yourself feeling overwhelmed and be introspective about that emotional state and know without a shadow of a doubt that you can push past it. The main thing is, as many of you are existing in this state of overwhelmed, you are living it constantly, and you don't realize that that is voluntary. And as soon as you unplug from that, it's sort of like if you can imagine walking into a smoke-filled room, right? People smoking cigarettes, people – and nobody even thinks twice about it. You're just in this room. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys have been to these airports, and you walk past these, um, you know, these glassed-in sort of places where <sighs> all the smokers go to smoke. It's such a bizarre thing. You know, it's almost like Very. all these non-smokers walk by and we're watching these old artifacts from a million years ago that haven't. But look, that's the same thing. Is that they're in there, and not until they imagine living in enough smoke-filled room. It's not until you walk into fresh air that you start to, you know, breathe better. You start to realize how essentially um, opaque you've made your life with regards to your emotional state as you move past this constant state of feeling overwhelmed. So, Julie, what was the next point? Yes. So the next point is number six, add water. Studies have shown that you often feel exhausted or depressed when actually you're just dehydrated. How easy is that to fix? I'm always trying to drink more water. I always feel like I'm dry. I have allergies or asthma. I'm constantly searching for, you know, a new kind of tea or I, you know, I like my uh, Pellegrino, but add water. I, I read so many studies about this that m almost everyone is dehydrated all the time. And, you know, there's, there's lots of different recommendations, how many eight-ounce glasses you're supposed to have all day. But let's just say it's a lot more, okay? So mm -hmm. add water, see how much better you feel. That's a pretty simple one to fix. Inexpensive, easy to get. <laughs> you just have to remember to do it. So number seven, exercise. Yes, that's right. We said it. Exercise. Do it regularly. Do it socially. It's good for your body and it's good for your business. Consider Orange Theory Fitness, a regular yoga or Pilates class, a spin class, boot camp. Do something socially. Yes, going on a walk is better than not. But if you want to do two things at once, increase your lead flow and get in better shape, do some kind of social exercise. I like it too for our listeners because it's repetitive. You see the same people. They get to know you. You expand your center of influence. You get to talk about real estate. You all suffer together in your workout class. I think, you know, it's really good. I can't I, – it's immeasurable how many leads just me in my limited – I mean, we work out together five days a week. I do the booty bar tw uh, two days a week, yoga, Pilates when we did Orange Theory. I mean, the amount of real estate leads – after having like one talk about real estate and good luck explaining coaching, you guys have the advantage, right? I mean, <laughs> dripping in real estate leads. I kid you not. New construction. And yesterday at school, now this was an exercise, but this was one conversation, um, a connection to an REO asset manager. So it's incredible. But you guys have got to get out, out of your home office, out of your regular office. Those of you who live in the snowy weather right now, you're extra guilty of this because it's so easy to just stay in. 
but do both exercise and do it socially. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? I can't stress this enough, really. Well, at the gym today, I had um, somebody come up to me who I, Julie and I had become friends with in the last six months. And a friend of his has a, a property that he wants to put for sale for $3.2 million. And he, and he thought that Julie and I, they know, so they know we're real estate people. They assume we sell real estate, which we don't anymore. But anyway, so he didn't, like I had explained to him that I'll, I knew a few. The point was, is I was able to take that lead, and now I'm going to give it to an agent here in Puerto Rico that we know. And that's pretty freaking amazing. That's right. Here's the yeah. thing. It, if you only work out for the sake of making contacts, that's worth it, right? <laughs> and the, don't go to – a lot of you guys go to – men in particular, you'll go to the gym and you don't talk to anybody. That's a mistake. It's easy to make friends at the gym because that becomes like your own little clique, and then you'll start seeing those people socially and the rest of it. And again, we can talk forever about it. It just makes sense that this is a fantastic way for you to build a powerful center of influence and past client list. And then don't just stop at the gym. You can start doing other things as well. You can have your gym friends and your gym center of influence and past client list. Yeah, and Julie was mentioning Zoe's school where she's meeting parents there and all that. So there's another little list. And we don't sell real estate, right? So if we sold real estate, look at all these little pods of people that were forming these friendships will form into trusting friendships over time. You guys can do the same thing. Real estate is not hard as long as you're not stuck behind your keyboard all day thinking you're somehow going to you know, shortcut your way to success. You just have to get out there and talk to people. It's not a difficult business as long as you understand that it's a people-helping business. The profits follow the mindset of being of service to other people. And isn't it great that you can go out there being yourself and talking about real estate, you know, sharing activities with, with folks that enjoy the same activity? It's kind of easy, and it's enjoyable. So, look, shouldn't be any more obvious than that. Next point, Julie? That's right. Number eight, make a list of ten short-term, easy-to-accomplish goals. Get your hair cut. Get new glasses. Have coffee with your best friend. Buy a Peloton, and I said, and use it. Okay, so these are easy, short-term, easy-to-accomplish goals. This gives you a sense of moving forward. It gives you a sense of control, and it, you know, it gets, gets things going. So usually accomplishing one of those goals leads to something else, right? So maybe when you go to get your new glasses, you realize how good that makes you feel, so maybe it's also time to go next door and have your hair cut, something like that and then you cross it off of your list. Not 47 things on an entire yellow legal pad, just 10 things, maybe just for this week. Tim, you and I do this all the time. We have ongoing, we have the house list, we've got the business list, I've got a, a notebook for premier coaching content. It feels good even to get one of those done a day, and it helps you not to be overwhelmed. So make a list and then do your list. Anything you wanna to add to that, Tim? One of the upcoming points is called the brain dump, which we're going to talk about, um, so I won't belabor it now. But really, at the end of the day, the goal for when you're feeling overwhelmed is, is because there's too many competing thoughts in your head, and it, yes. it's draining you. And, and it, so if you ever – like overwhelmed is similar emotional state of not being present. So if you guys want to sort of meander off into the social or into the spiritual aspect of what I'm about to say, it's still valid, right? So when you're, when you're feeling stressed or you're not feeling present, it's because a majority of your thoughts are either in the, you know, focusing too much in the future or focusing too much on the past. Most people focus too much on the past, you know, wrongs that 
happened to them or just emotional states or whatever. Now, if you combine the you know modern sort of way that humans think um, with regards to not being present when they're in their current environment, and then you combine that with uh, you know media, and you combine that with some of the other things we talked about, you're going to feel overwhelmed instantly. No one even has a shot <laughs> at ever being present and ever essentially not having this feeling of sort of, you know a monster constantly chasing you. All those emotions, even though everyone you know is like that, and I know that everyone you know is like that. So you're constantly supported by other people that are also, you know, feeling the same senses of disconnect from being alive, from essentially being of service to other people. Start by listening to some of our previous points and just, you know, drill down on them. Don't let them get by you. Don't just discount one and focus too much on the other. The little micro points that we made so far, the water, the exercise, the media free, all these other things, the showing of gratitude, all these things combined to basically, again, give you that direction. You're now, on this point, you know, if you, if you followed our steps so far, you now actually have a sail. And the rudder's now basically been re- reinstalled on your boat, and now you're going to start setting your own course. This is what happens when you follow this process. This is a prescription to basically get back in control of your life and forever remove the feeling of overwhelm. Next point, Julie? Yes, you got it. So the brain dump... You mentioned point number nine, do your brain dump every evening before you go to bed. Keep a legal pad nearby and make this a habit. Get everything out of your head and prioritize what's mission critical versus just a bunch of clutter and worry. Some of the stuff that's in your head actually either never has to get done, isn't important, or you can delegate to somebody else. It's just blocking the way to doing the important things. You're not going to know what's what until you get all of it out of your head. Don't rely on remembering everything. That's a form of ego that, you know, I don't need to write it down because I can remember everything. Yeah, well, good luck with that after you get going in business, right? After you get going in life or you have even a kid, okay? So brain dump, it's good for you. Then after you write it all down and and just do it in a stream of consciousness, you don't have to, you know, constantly be, you know, putting stars next to everything and, and recategorizing. Just write it all down. Then you go through and you cross out the things that you know you're either never going to do, aren't important, aren't dollar productive, aren't going to move the needle. Just cross it out. It's okay to let it go. And then maybe take a highlighter over the most, the five or, you know, ten tops, most important things that you're going to get done this week. And then guess what? You're going to sleep a lot better, a lot better. Probably drink less at night. You'll probably exercise in the morning because you will have prioritized what's actually important versus what is all of the clutter and the fluff in your head. Brain dump is a great thing for you to get in the habit of doing. All right. Point number 10, we're always mentioning because it's so critical, complete your real estate treasure map and through the treasure map, know your magic number. This gives you a sense of control in a business which is constantly trying to control you. That's the myth that real estate is just this wild animal that's always out of control. It's not your fault. It's just real estate. You know, you can never get into control. Something's always kicking your butt. That's not actually true. You have to actually not just do your treasure map, know your magic number. You can get in control. When we talk about the magic number, and and Tim, I think we've got at least two dedicated podcasts for the magic number. Um, When we talk about that, that is the recipe for control, and it does make the business almost uncannily predictable back to you well i mean so what is the real estate magic number in summary just you know drill down 
It's the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial uh, obligations and your financial goals. Guys, that's it. Once you know the number of listings you need at all times, you're now going to be in control and know what your mission is every day. Maybe the magic number for you is going to be five listings. Maybe it's going to be ten listings. And, and here's what I want you to do. I want you to give yourself permission to forget about all the other noise that you're constantly being flooded with in your life with regards to business opportunities and you know, all these other gimmicky things that people you know, beat you over the head with constantly. When you look at the best, most successful agents in the industry, you're going to see the common element amongst all of them is they are prominently listing agents. All of you should just know that by now and not have any sort of emotional, mental struggles with that fact. When you combine that with the fact that they also know how many listings. Now, some of them haven't really drilled down. They just know magical things happen in their lives when they have, say, for example, 15 listings at all times. Or if you have a really nice sale price, maybe you know, your magic number is only five or seven listings at all times. But once you know that number, here's how it works. I want you to imagine that you had 10 listings at all times. And let's say each of those listings is worth once itself, let's just pick a number, $10,000, right? So you have essentially $100,000 of inventory waiting to sell. And let's say your market is a hot market, but not crazy hot. So the average days in the market is, and this is all the real estate treasure map. You, we show you how to do the math on this. It's not exact math. It's a little bit of guessing, but at the end of the day, it's better than nothing. So let's say we, you know, through the treasure map, working with you, determine that the average number of listings you need at all times is 10, and that your average days in the market is going to be about four months. Then we do a little absorption study, which, again, don't be intimidated by these terms. If you don't know what they are, we explain it in the treasure map, which is free. Just text the word Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S, to 31996. And then we'll determine, for example, that if you have 10 listings at all times, it's fairly predictable to assume that three, which is usually what I see, will be in contract. So you have 10 listings, priced well, not dirtbag houses that will never sell. You guys know what I'm talking about. And you have those houses uh, listed. They're, you know, available for sale. There's no, you know, the sellers aren't going to not allow showings. There's no normal listing. You know, three sell per month, you're making $30,000 per month, $360,000 a year. Okay? That's your whole business plan. I just gave it to you. So you got to do the treasure map so, you, so you'll know what your magic number is. And what we do in the real estate uh, you know, treasure map is we walk you through, help you figure out what all your personal business, your personal expenses are, business expenses are, your hypothetical tax obligations, savings, and then the last one is obviously fund money. You add all those numbers up. You divide it by the number of uh, your average commission, and then you basically start doing the math. And like I said, once you know what that number is, then what we show you how to do is you get a dry erase board, and let's say your magic number is 10, and then I want you to write listings at the top and write 1 through 10. And you now have a very specific drill-down business plan. You must fill up those numbers. You must have 10 listings. And that's what our coaching program shows you how to do. Look, guys. It is a job if you're in, in – it's not supposed to be something that you wake up every day, and it's not like being on vacation is my point, right? So we're going to ask you to do the real work of real estate. We're going to ask you to learn how to proactively lead generate. Why? Why, Tim and Julie? Why can't I just buy leads? Here's why. Why can't I just you know, depend on centers of influence and past clients? Well, I'm about to tell you. Why can't I just – okay, take a shortcut. Here's why. Because what we teach our coaching clients how to do – is be a proactive lead generator. And here's what it means. You wake up every single day, no matter what's going on in the world, interest rates, weather, who the president is, none of that crap matters. 
because you have the ability to pick up the phone and do one of the other 20 things we show you how to do to generate uh, listing leads for free, and you're going to know how to generate one listing lead per day. That is the goal that we move all of you towards is generate one pre-qualified listing appointment per day. And yes, we have hundreds of coaching clients over the years that have certainly worked, if not thousands, have worked to that level. Now, you might not need to work to that level. You might be good setting one um, listing appointment per week. That's fine, too. We're going to show you how to do it. It's all dependent on what your real estate treasure map is. There's no one-size-fits-all. It's all dependent on, look, if you live in an area of the country where your average sale price is only five grand, but your average monthly overhead is five grand for all your categories, you know, if you're living in an area that you just don't need a lot of money to basically pay your bills. And maybe your summer vacation is going to the same pond you go to every year. I don't know. Well, we adjust accordingly. And maybe your magic number is only five listings at all times, you know? So once you know what that number is, here's the thing that happens on the other side of it. It'll take you 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, 180 days, just depending on how much resistance you put up to then get to your real estate magic number. And then the job is to replace what sells, right? So you're going to sell some along the way up to building to 10 using my previous example. But once you're up to 10, then every month, like clockwork, two might sell, four might sell. But your new business plan is replacing the listings that sell. That's it. Look, you can just follow our uh, exact coaching and easily accomplish that goal. It's not dependent on fancy websites or buying leads or knowing how to use pay-per-click or worrying about being an influencer or trying to make yourself famous or doing any of this other gimmicky crap that's so trendy right now. It's about learning how to actually proactively lead generate. And once you have learned how to proactively lead generate, your world changes. And you, I'm not gonna, I was about to say you laugh. You don't laugh. You probably feel sorry for all the people that are making their lives so complicated and keep, keeping themselves in a state of overwhelm. If you walk into your office every single day and you look at your dry erase board, you see one through ten, right? And you only have, you know, one through seven with active listings, you know, number, listing price, you know, uh, property address, right there in your dry erase board. Not a CRM, right there so you can stare at it. It's holding you accountable. It's looking back at you. The, you're missing three listings to get to your real estate magic number. Well, you know what your mission is, don't you? You're going to take three listings. You don't know how. I know. We're going to teach you. That's the point of the coaching program. You don't know how to compete for listings. I know. We're going to teach you how to do that. Some of you, the grizzled veterans out there, you only take listings from people you know, centers of influence and past clients. So you never have learned how to proactively lead generate because you're fearful of competing for listings because you don't have an inside track with a seller. Look, guys, get past that. We're going to teach you how to do it in our coaching program. See where all the circles back to? This is the point. Speaking of this which, Tim, sorry to interrupt you, but I'm off to Premier just so you can wrap. I'm going to see all of my great Premier coaching clients in just three minutes. Back to you. See you soon. That's right. So if you're in Premier Coaching, which all of you should seriously consider it if you're not already, make sure you attend Julie's coaching call. It's live every single day. Um, except Friday, uh, head coach Rochelle actually runs that call. And uh, look, guys, this is it. This is as complicated as the real estate uh, business needs to be. And when you – there's no way any of you out there did not feel more calmer, let's say. You notice when you're listening to, to me describing what your potential future could be like using essentially the Tim and Julie method, it, following Harris rules. Do you notice how much calmer you feel? Do you notice many of you – who are maybe, maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed and maybe it just become, it became so normal to be in that emotional state. Do you notice how you're feeling a little bit calmer, maybe a lot calmer? 
And do you see how having the mindset that we just shared with you and the business plan we just shared with you, do you see how you now all of a sudden are feeling in control? It's because you're in control. It's because you're not essentially being a servant to other people's goals and dreams that they have for you that are designed to serve them. You see what you're doing? You're in control. You're deciding what your treasure map numbers are. You're, okay, get it? So how much longer are you going to decide to stay in the state of overwhelmed? I know it becomes, um, you know, it, it, it becomes a habit, doesn't it? It becomes something you get used to. But you don't have to feel that way because you're accomplishing less and you're experiencing less than you otherwise would have. You're spending less time with, the, you know, the people and the things you care about. You're spending more time worrying about things that you shouldn't even worry about. The point is, is when you do the, you know, for example, the brain dump, point number seven, you write, you're going to write down, if you really take it seriously and you don't let yourself off the hook when you're doing the brain dump, when you're writing everything down, it's in your head. I, I've done this so many times with people. The process is always the same. Most people will write down three or four things and then, then that's it because they don't want to take the time to actually go deeper into their mind. When you go deeper in your mind and you really look through the, all the recesses and the corners and the, you know, the cobwebs, you're going to see crap that's sitting around in your mind that's there trying to get your attention. And by recognizing it and writing it down, you're pulling it out. And every time you find some little you know, thought or you find some little thing that's basically floating around in your brain, you pull that out and you write it down, you start to feel a little bit less stressed to the point where you have all these things written down in front of you. And this is always the result every time we've done this in a live event or in person, is when you write all these things down, what you're going to look at then is your list. And some of the things that you've written down, if you're really going to take it seriously, will make you laugh because they're so stupid. I mean, some of them are going to be so silly that you're not going to believe those things were in your mind. And some of them are going to be kind of hurtful. Some of them are going to be, you might write down, you know, some things that basically you think about. Your, it does not matter. Write it all down. And when you're looking at this list, you might like be look, having things look back at you that don't even make sense, they're not even part of your life, because they're not. Because what happens is, is you have been carrying around the same sort of thinking and thought day after day after day after day for sometimes decades, your entire life. And when you, actually, when you pull those things out, when you, when you don't, you're making them on a piece, you're writing them on a piece of paper, you're staring at them and they're staring back at you, you can in that very moment, moment take control and say, I'm no longer going to have, let you be in my, my mind anymore. It does not make sense that you know, I'm worrying about this thing that happened 15 years ago or it's even part of my present reality. Because, what, again, remember what I was sharing with you guys? When you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, it's from the lack of presence. And that oftentimes is if you ask yourself or you monitor yourself, People that are lacking that presence and lacking that sense of control of their lives is because they're spending most of their time in their heads looking forward too much and worrying or looking back and worrying. They're not present. That's where the overwhelmed feeling creeps in, and that's where you essentially lose your effectiveness, not just professionally but also personally. Hopefully this makes sense to you guys. Hopefully this is helping all of you. Um, if there's anything we can do for you, you can always text me directly at 512 um, I've been getting a lot of you asking about our involvement with EXP Realty. I would love, if you're ready to join EXP, I'd love for you to text me directly, and we'll have a conversation, you, just you and me on the phone, for real, okay? 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. Just text me, 
directly, 512-758-0206, and you and I will have a conversation about eXp Realty. In the meantime, you have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. Thank you.